Good morning. It's the 8th of the 3rd of the 22nd. And you're listening to the Stream of Random Podcast. I wanted to welcome you to a new and improved mic where I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. The last three days, I've been recording. On Sunday, I recorded... Well, yesterday I didn't record, but on Sunday I recorded one and a half hours. But I have to edit it. And the day before I recorded, and the day before I recorded. So I'm just going to give you a summary of these things in a way that... I can do on my morning walk. I'm on my way to ShopRite. I haven't been there in a long time to surf the specials. So uh, let's uh, let's get to it. Well, first of all, uh, Ruben was asking me while I was talking about talent, and I don't remember exactly what I was talking about. But basically, what I was trying to say, I think, was you know you're doing these projects. You're building up skills and talents, and even if the project collapses, even if you go get a new job, you still have some talent that you can't, that can't be taken away from you. It's actually yours. It's ingrained in your neurons. It's a neural network that you own. It's like the butcher. He has the neural network, the muscle memory connected to the neurons, connected to the training to just cut up a cow or whatever it is. And he's done it so many times, it's like an automatic thing. That's what I mean by you have your talent. They can't take that away from you. And, you know, imagine um, there's a great reset, there's a war, and everyone loses everything. And then we have to rebuild. Like, what do you have to bring to the table to rebuild? That's the question you should be asking yourself. Preparing for the worst and hoping for the best. So, let's, um... So the news is that even Fox and Newsmax has been taking the billions of dollars from the government to whitewash COVID stuff. And to not talk about it. And I'm assuming that um, Spotify uh, is as well. I mean, would it be beyond um, the... uh, Well, it's also the political elites um, basically are in bed with these companies. And, you know, Facebook needs the money of advertising from the different political candidates. And there might be other deals as well. Pressures being put on them by Senator Leventhal, and they're always coming up with new um, hair-brain or rabbit-brained ideas. Hair meaning a male rabbit. Hair-brained. Um... 
That's, I guess that's speciesist, isn't it? I should be more diverse in equality. With more, I should have more diversity in equality. <coughs> so also, I was thinking about this whole COVID thing. Now, when COVID hit, before COVID hit, I was working at the bank. And I had the worst flu ever. Um, that was 2018. But it really knocked me out for a week. Horrible cough. I mean, it was bad. And that was 2018. So I'm thinking maybe I had the COVID or something similar to it at the bank in 2018. So that's what I was thinking. Um, what else? Um, so now to summarize some of the ideas from the past couple of days. Well, the main takeaway is the philosophized this guys was saying that the proof that um, Kant did was that, well, he proved that supposedly now, I'm just starting to read Kant and it's really tough, but basically he's saying that there's no other way to get information except through your sensory inputs, indirectly or directly. It's like you directly see something or you're informed about that something from someone else. And I think from... We can see now that even if you directly see something, the neurons are being informed by, you know, impulses from the... Uh, eye receptors, and those, I guess, could be faked later by a neuron chip. But there's no way to experience reality directly. And thinking about that, you know, we don't really experience our body, all parts of our body directly. I mean, sure, we have our feelings and intuitions and we have a body feeling, but it's not like a diagnostic do doctor would see. I mean, sure, we have some diagnostics, and we can become aware of our body and listen to it. But it's not down to the atomic level. There's a level of resolution that we only know about our body to a certain degree, and we don't have full knowledge of it. Just the way we don't have full knowledge of the universe. So there's always going to be a limit, even to something that we're hooked up directly to. There's always some kind of limit to the amount of information that we can get. And so we can't process all the information. We don't have all the information. And then it's changing over time. And I think that's the what Stephen West said that Kant said 
was that the time issue was the big one where we can prove that it's a world out there that's changing over time. I think that's kind of what I understood. And how do we prove that? I guess I need to read more of the arguments. But basically, <clears throat> basically, um, Well, we can see the outside world is changing, and we can feel it, and we can interact with it. It's really a state of affairs or a state of being that's out of our control. Just like our body is not completely under control, not completely monitored, the real world is even less so. I mean, our body's part of the real world, isn't that weird? So we really only have our neural system for inputs and the inputs are changing and then that gets into this question of recurrent neural networks where you have this is the important thing so if you take all of your input neurons and say that's layer one like the uh, physical layer like these are all our sensory input neurons and then on top of that we have layers of neurons to uh, receive that data that make decisions on on the inputs and then have some kind of bias or output some kind of recognition of some kind of token or whatever so everything we see after it's been processed by some neurons will be a series of symbols or tokens or messages of some kind signs and symbols um, and that's layer one or layer two of, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of complications in between. And we have also coordinating multiple inputs together, like two eyes and two ears and two hands and having it all come together. So that's kind of neat watching my son, my little boy play with things and interact with things. He loves to pick up little blueberries between his fingers and stick them in his mouth. He was having fun yesterday. So, Louisiana Oak. I hope this is not that loop-de-loop again. but I can cut through the woods. <sighs> well, at least I know where I am now. So, we have these, we have this second layer of neurons, which are, which are our, our biases, our direct reactions. And some of these things are natural. Like you see a spider, you're afraid. That's like an inborn genetic memory. People are afraid of certain things, they have certain reactions to things, to inputs, stimulus, response, and um, <clears throat> I 
guess we also have lots of different inputs and lots of different reactions that need to be sorted. We need to look at what's important. So, prioritize them. So, so what else do we got? Um, so then we can build up more and more layers of understanding on top of these symbols, on top of our reactions. But I think a lot of what, see, this critical race theory and all that stuff, making people all bad, there is some glimmer of truth that there are natural biases, um, which can also just be because you're not around a certain type of person. The example I always give is my little dog barks at people in wheelchairs and people who look different because she never saw them before and feels threatened in her little dog brain. You know, oh, there's something that's scary and different. Okay, bark at it. And that's also part of what is going on, I think. Um, when you get to know people, that goes away. But also, there's just different, um, people have different behaviors, they have different um, expectations assumptions, and all of that's kind of baked into our biases, our culture, etc. And um, that we come from a empire colonizing uh, type uh, domination structure, that there is certain biases in that domination inside of that colonization structure, like I don't know, disadvantaging the natives that uh, am I stuck here? I can't believe this. Okay, we're just going to go down this way. I hate this. I got stuck in the, in the wrong corner again. Just gonna have to cut through someone's yard if they don't have a fence. These guys got two fences. Little fenced yards. So I understand that that there are certain biases that could creep up and that we have to question them. in a quiet moment and think about them. But in the end, the situation that we're in is one of survival and of reaction, quick reaction, getting things done, taking care of what's important. And that, um, 
and that uh, you know when we look at this war situation, supposed war situation, uh, I was thinking, you know, that's what where all of this um, money printing is kind of going. It's like making bets on a fight, um, and there'll be a lot more bets being made, but there's also going to be a lot of money lost. There might be some money gained, but there's definitely going to be some money lost. And the destruction of resources, meaning the, what is it, analysis and synthesis, the uh, dialectic process of a fight over time, conflict, and really, analysis meaning we analyze something, we try and understand it. So we take the input and we analyze it, we extract some type of information from it. And the synthesis is we create a new, we create a new message or a new response. And seeing life as a series of analysis and synthesis, um, inputs and outputs really, reacting to each other, all of these independent items, independent neurons, basically looking at the outputs of all these other neurons and making some kind of decision. is uh, basically um, linear algebra and they've shown that certain problems can be solved with uh, multi-layer neural networks damn it I had to go all the way back I can't believe this Oh well, it's a walk. I'm going for a walk. I made a wrong turn. No outlet. Oh, you know where we have a whole bunch of those tripods is up in uh, the bunker. It's a bunker. The bunker. Bunker. So, that's kind of where my thoughts were going. So then we have this um, eternal process of neurons uh, getting inputs. And that's the other thing, you know, where does this information come from? Why are we afraid? I think I mentioned that. Here's a TCL. There's another broken screen. That one looks pretty bashed up.
post-apocalyptic electronics. That's what the guy was talking about. Well, I heard another term today, branch covidians. I thought it was funny. So to get back to this philosophy, we have this fighting and really what amounts to promises being made or funding of funding of fighters and really in a market economy everyone is a fighter against everyone else these cars are too loud I'm going to uh, go and pause okay guys I got away from the main road there so uh, yeah today's gonna be I'm not gonna do an hour and a half I'm just gonna push out an episode for you guys get an update and I have to go back and edit those uh, longer episodes I thought they were actually pretty good and uh, if you think about this whole thing and you look at the information and even my voice is hitting your ears those are just neurons firing so there's no way for you to get my information except through your ears, let's say. I mean, of course, you could transcribe it and read it. It could be processed by a computer. But let's just say a human mind. Um, let me see how to get the shop right. Is that shop right down there? It says no outlet here, but we're going to look if there's an outlet. There's all these dead ends. I mean, I'm really kind of confused with this road system here. I guess it has to do with a stream of water running through things. But we're exploring here. I should turn on my trail tracking. dead end there and someone put a house right at the end of the street in the middle of the street I mean it's blocked off we got the craziest uh, street systems here in uh, Ewing New Jersey also known as Trenton New Jersey oh there's a little path that's good not on the open street map, I'll have to add it. I guess I could take a picture. I'm not taking pictures because it really slows down the camera. I need to get a second. I, I'm, oh, we got a GoPro. I'm going to take my GoPro for my walk with me and give you guys a video footage. I'm going to do a video walk documentary now. <clears throat> 
so you can listen to me and watch what I'm seeing, which is going to be amazing, isn't it? Oh, now we're on Ives. I found a new road to Ives. I'm right next to the shop, right? This is great. I found a new route. A new route to India. I always thought that was someone's driveway, but it's a path. So we just shaved off some time, I think, I hope. So yeah, that's it for today. <clears throat> but look forward. I'm going to be on other platforms. I'm going to go for Odyssey next. I'm going to start doing my uh, GoPro walks with sound and video on Odyssey. And see how that works. Maybe I'll put a helmet cam on. Or maybe I'll put it on my chest. I need to look at the best... Um, the best practices for that. But it's going to be fun, fun, fun. It'll be different than just uh, audio only. Alright guys, see you later.